0: welcome to southern middle tennessee today on wkom and wkrm radio your hometown news broadcasting from columbia tennessee i'm your host tom price today is monday october 30th and we start with local news Workers at the Spring Hill General Motors plant walked out of the facility shortly after 5 p.m. on Saturday to join the United Auto Workers stand-up strike for better wages, retirement benefits, and work-life balance initiatives, among other requests. The strike was announced by the Spring Hill UAW Local 1853 via Facebook on Saturday evening. The UAW hall in Spring Hill was a buzz into the wee hours of the morning as workers joined the strike, standing on the picket lines and shifts at the automakers north and south entrances. Workers will continue to strike, taking three hour rotational shifts at the plant, showing solidarity in their fight to negotiate a contract that fulfills their requests. Some GM workers said the strike comes as a surprise after deals were struck with Ford late last week and Stellantis over the weekend. GM mechanic Joe Haynes said stepping out to the picket line was surprising on the warm Saturday night. We thought they were getting closer to a deal, Haynes said, but things turned upside down. UAW local 1853 president John Rutherford said it feels good that workers were finally called to stand up. More than half the members wanted to stand up and strike, to participate and show our other brothers and sisters across the United States that have been on strike, Rutherford continued. It's been going on for 44 days. We're excited. We're ready to help out for a justifiable contract, he said. General Motors spokesperson Allison Mays released a response to the strike on Saturday evening. We are disappointed by the UAW's action in light of the progress we have made, We have continued to bargain in good faith with the UAW, and our goal remains to reach an agreement as quickly as possible, the statement said. GM has stated that its current contract offer contains historic wage increases, insisting that offering much more would affect the auto giant's bottom line. Landmark offer makes GM's UAW-represented hourly team members among the highest-paid, best-compensated auto workers in the world, the GM negotiation website says. The automaker outlines highlights of the offer, including a 23% increase in general wages and a 25% compounded wage increase over the life of the contract. The offer also included $0 premiums and deductibles for seniority workers, plus five weeks of vacation, Juneteenth, and two weeks of paid parental leave. Temporary workers are offered up to a 26% pay increase of $21 an hour. International UAW President Sean Fain announced a different strategy to negotiations when the Kentucky plant suddenly went on strike earlier this month. Before, Fain had been holding scheduled Friday updates on social media, which served as his platform to announce upcoming strikes. However, as deals lagged, not moving forward as quickly as the UAW had wished, Fain said the union would embark upon a new strategy. We are entering a new phase of this fight, and it demands a new approach. We are done waiting until Fridays to announce the expansion of our strike, he told tens of thousands of viewers across YouTube, Facebook, and X. At the time, Fane spoke of General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis becoming complacent in negotiations. Ford had already stiffened its bargaining capacity in mid-October after raising wages up to 23%, according to the Detroit Free Press. Little forewarning would come before a plant goes on strike. Fain said, "A tentative deal was struck with Ford on Wednesday with UAW, bringing some relief to the ongoing strikes. Another tentative deal was struck with Stellantis over the weekend. The newly proposed contracts face a UAW membership vote. Fain and UAW president, vice president Chuck Browning, are leading negotiations with the Big Three: Ford, Stellantis, and GM. The stand-up strike is working," Fain said in a Wednesday video after success with Ford. He referred to the union strategy of targeting all three automakers for strikes simultaneously, which had never been done. Ford knew what was coming for them Wednesday if we didn't get a deal. That was checkmate, Fane said after closing down additional plants at Stellantis and GM last week. A strike at the plant was long anticipated. Spring Hill workers had purchased lights, propane heaters, and other supplies to prepare to join the picket line, Rutherford said in late September. Some workers have even joined workers in Memphis on the picket line and in Kentucky, where strikes have been ongoing. On Friday, Columbia State Community College hosted Manufacturing Day for area high school students. Front Porch Radio's Del Kennedy attended the program and spoke with some of the coordinators of the event, as well as one of the participants, to learn more about Manufacturer's Day and what the students learned.
1: This is Delp County Front Porch Radio. This morning I am at Columbia State Community College. It's Manufacturing Day. Uh, The Murray County Chamber and Alliance, Columbia State Community College, and Murray County Public Schools have teamed together to put on a program for Manufacturing Day for the students of Murray County. Public Schools. Also participating are four local manufacturers right here in Murray County. Travis Groth is with the uh, Murray County Chamber and Alliance. Travis, tell us about the local manufacturers who are participating and what the students are doing.
2: Yeah, thank you, Delk And so we're, you know, we're very grateful for our industry partners, also Columbia State, Murray County Public Schools for participating in this today. So the the four uh, companies that the students will tour with today, Our GCP, which is a manufacturer in Mount Pleasant who makes um, a a sealant product used in construction, both for roofing and for um, foundation sealant for like skyscrapers and stuff used all over the world. Uh, Fuel Total Systems, which is a manufacturer in Mount Pleasant who uh, blow molds uh, plastic gas tanks and is a Toyota supplier. And then J.C. Ford, which produces machinery used in food production, especially like chips and flatbreads, and again, they're producing and distributing globally. So, pretty exciting opportunities for the students to see that they could move into for careers in manufacturing locally.
1: And so, those three manufacturers, the students are actually they're touring those manufacturing facilities today during the course of Manufacturing Day, correct?
2: That's correct. And then um, they also came to Columbia State for lunch, and they're going to get to do a tour of the engineering systems technology program here where they can receive additional training um, if they're interested in a career in manufacturing. And that will be followed by a presentation by Ultium Cells, who produces the cells used in, uh, for EV batteries and for automotive.
1: That's up in Spring Hill under construction right now, all Tim Sells. That's correct. correct. All right. And speaking of engineering systems and technology program, I have Daniel Jarrett here at Columbia State. Uh, Daniel, you've been uh, showing the students through these rooms with all sorts of hydraulics, robotics, electronics, whatnot. Tell us about the engineering systems and technology program here at Columbia State.
3: So we have a a two-year applied uh, associate of technology, and we have a certificate program. They can come here and they learn about lots of different kinds of manufacturing, so you, you get some, some mechanical, some electrical, some hydraulics, pneumatics, and then learn to put it all together with programmable logic controllers and run robots, right? This is how everything is manufactured out in the world, so it's a really good opportunity for them to see what they can do uh, once they get a kind of a higher tech job, right?
1: Yeah, so uh, a high school graduate who wants to know more about manufacturing, interested in getting into that field? they can enroll in the engineering system technology classes here at columbia state correct right?
3: absolutely and it's, it's actually a very flexible program too we do some online training and then you come into the lab to do your hands-on so uh it's a very flexible we do have a lot of industry partners that send employees as well and we also we're actually partnered with uh seven different high schools in the area and we have equipment at the high schools so it's a good possibility that they, they may have equipment from us at their high school and we train them there too
1: that's amazing. I've also got with me Terry Thornton, who is CTE Workforce Development for Murray County Public Schools. Tell us what that stands for, please, Terry.
4: Okay, CTE is Career and Technical Education. Used to be a vocational education back in the day, so now it's Career and Technical Education.
1: Well, now it looks like you've got at least maybe two or three hundred uh, Murray County High School students participating here at Manufacturing Day, touring these manufacturings, seeing what the Engineering Systems Technology Program has to offer here at Columbia State, hearing what Ultium Cells has to say. who And their Ultium Cells is said loudly they're in a hiring mode up there right now. What's the purpose of this? What do you hope these high school students will learn uh, today here at Manufacturing Day?
4: Well, we'd like the students to get an introduction to what's available, entry level, or if they do choose to go on to college and do something in engineering, just to see what's available, especially in an area so we can keep them close to home
1: that's fantastic. And last but not least at all, I have Mary Jane Peterson. She's a senior at Spring Hill High. And Mary Jane, you've been tutoring these manufacturers, been seeing what is being offered here at Columbia State. Uh, How's Manufacturing Day been for you?
5: So far, it's been amazing. I love getting to know everybody, as well as the different types of engineering that goes into all of the different manufacturing plants, and just seeing what all of the different plants are creating and how they're making everything better for the environment.
1: What did you find most interesting?
5: That at... The last one that we just went to where they create the gasoline like cell tanks. So in there they use different types of pressurized water to tell if the gas tanks are up to code as well as they reuse the water and they treat it before it's going back into the environment so that our environment is kept safe for those generations to come.
1: And I can tell you find that fascinating.
5: Definitely. I love like the whole aspect of keeping our environment safe as well as just being an engineer because I want to go into environmental mechanical engineering.
1: All right, folks, Delp Kennedy, Front Forge Radio, on Manufacturing Day. Murray County Public School High School students are having a big time. Been speaking with Paul Jarrett, who is the Director of uh, Engineering Systems Technology Programs at Columbia State, Terry Thornton, who is the CTE Workforce Development for Murray County Public Schools, Travis Groth, who's with the Murray County Chamber and Alliance, and Mary Jane Peterson, Senior at Spring Hill High School. Folks, congratulations on a really big day.
2: Thank you so much. And thank you to all the partners who made this event possible.
1: Thank
0: you, Travis. The City of Columbia, in collaboration with Murray County government, invites the community to the grand unveiling of The Pokes at Preservation Park. This event will take place on Friday, November 3rd at 4 p.m. on in Columbia. The unveiling ceremony includes remarks from City of Columbia and Murray County government elected officials. The central focus of the park are life-size bronze statues of President James K. Polk and First Lady Sarah Polk, symbolizing the importance of President Polk's legacy and the rich history of Columbia. The Pokes at Preservation Park is strategically located directly across the street from the James K. Polk Home and Museum, offering a unique opportunity for historical reflection and a place for the community to gather. On Friday, a ribbon-cutting was held for Super Shuttle of Nashville at their location in Spring Hill. WKONWKRM's Mary Susan Kennedy attended the grand opening and spoke to the proprietor, Mary Williams,
6: Hello, this is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. Today I'm at Spring Hill at a celebration and ribbon cutting for Super Shuttle of Nashville. I'm speaking with the Vice President of Operations, Mary Williams. Congratulations,
4: Mary. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to offer the service here in the uh, Williamson County as well as Murray County. And I'm happy to service everyone from door to door so that they have reliable transportation if it's to the airport or if it's to weddings or if it's to sporting events downtown Nashville and beyond. That is just
6: amazing. So you'll go anywhere in Davidson County or you mentioned beyond. If um, there's something going on in Kentucky, could you do that?
4: Absolutely. We service the Kentucky area as well. We've gone as far as Bowling Green as well as Lexington, Kentucky.
6: That is so valuable to people in our area. I know, for one, I always am happy to get a ride. (laughs) I happen to be speaking with one of Mary's very first customers. Hi, this is Karen, and Mary is a blessing to all of us. There have been times when we were late getting into the airport, And Mary sat there for an hour, at least, and waited for us in the middle of the night. And uh, she is the most dependable person we have ever used. That is awesome. And uh, Mary, how is your pricing done? Is it a, a mile rate or a flat fee, depending on where you're going? People might be curious.
4: Yeah, so what we've done in order to be competitive with the uh, rideshare companies as well as the other logistics companies in the region is that we charge a two twenty $2.25 $2. per mile, if you will, and we just round it off do a flat rate from Brentwood, Franklin, and Nashville for $65, and Columbia and beyond, it's $75. However, during the holiday season, we do comply with the uh, blackout dates as well. And explain blackout dates, please. Okay, so blackout dates are... considered in the travel industry the peak season for travelers as well as the number one traveling day which is thanksgiving and then it's christmas and then number one is new year's eve so the services would not be offered on the blackout dates the services are offered but it's at a surge rate which is 75 across the board and depending on the demographics of where you need to be picked up and dropped off Well, that makes total sense.
6: Mary, tell our listeners the best way to contact you.
4: The best way to contact us is by calling us direct at the local number, which is area code 615-625-5275. If you have a group or charter quote request, contact me by email at mary. At super shuttle nashville.com. Again, that's Mary, M A R Y, at super shuttle One more question. How far in advance do reservations
6: need to be made?
4: Okay, so um, for the most part, most travel agents, travel coordinators, they contact us way in advance because for the uh, group transportation as well as tr- charter group events and what have you, we require a 60-day advance in order to secure the vehicle as well as our drivers. However, for the day-to-day in and out, uh, 24 hours notice is will suffice. We do start at 3.30 a.m.
6: Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so we can fly into the Nashville airport in the wee hours for the most part,
4: and you, you will be there to pick us up. Absolutely. We'll be there. Just give us a call or give us a text and we'll be right there waiting for you. And if there's any cancellations or delays, not to worry, we'll
6: still wait for you. You're an angel. Well, again, uh, congratulations. This is a much needed service in our area. This is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio.
0: Join Murray Alliance for their next Breakfast with the Mayor event on October thirty first at eight A.M. at Puckett's Restaurant on the Square in downtown Columbia. For this session, Murray Alliance is enhancing their quarterly Breakfast with the Mayor event by featuring a City of Columbia panel discussion with Mayor Chaz Mulder, Tourism and Marketing Director Kelly Murphy, and Development Services Director Paul Keltner. Tickets are $25 for members and include breakfast. To submit a question or topic in advance, you can email Nicole Perry at N-P-E-R-R-Y at com. And for more information about the event and everything that Murray Alliance does, visit com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. James Albert Taylor. 76 retired educator columbia resident died thursday october 26th at murray regional medical center funeral services for mr taylor will be conducted on thursday november 2nd at 2 p.m at saint peter's episcopal church burial will follow in saint john's cemetery the family will visit with friends on wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m at oaks and nichols funeral home and thursday from 12:30 until 2 p.m in the parish hall of saint peter's episcopal church Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here. To serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer. And why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell.
6: When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family.
1: What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier.
0: Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have showers throughout the day today with much cooler temperatures. The high will be around 50 degrees with winds out of the north-northwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. There's a 90% chance of rain with about a quarter of an inch expected. Tonight, we can see some passing clouds with some frost possible. The low will be 29 degrees with winds lessening out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But Family First wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance...
4: More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia.
5: Your home is your biggest investment. Getting the most for it when it comes time to sell is important. At The Way Realty, we help you get more by providing all our clients with a full-service real estate company. At no extra cost to you, we help you prepare your house to look its best with home staging, landscaping, professional pictures, marketing on all the major websites, touch-up repairs, and home inspection repairs up to $700. Get more with The Way Realty by reaching out to us to see what we can do for you and to find out the market value of your home. Visit us today at thewayrealtytn.com. Call us at 931-580-4669 or stop by our showroom at 800 Hatcher Lane, Columbia, Tennessee.
0: Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrilis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Tennessee's grocery tax holiday is scheduled to end Wednesday after a three-month run, and that could mean higher food bills for some families. Once taxes are factored back in, grocery bills will increase by as much as 6.75%. How much money that means per bill will vary based on how much is spent, but the average U.S. household spends about $438 per month on food at home. According to a 2021 data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, using that data, an average bill would rise by about $30 per month. This tax-free holiday helped our neighbors, in need, maximize their spending at a time when cost of living is at an all-time high. Understandably, those who welcomed financial relief at the cash register over the last three months may now be in need of additional assistance, said Nancy Keel, president and CEO of Second Harvest Food Bank of Middle Tennessee. The nonprofit distributes food to almost 420 partner agencies in 46 counties. Second Harvest is here for our neighbors facing hunger, and we remain committed to providing access to healthy and nutritious foods for anyone in need of additional support. We hope the community will support our efforts this holiday season by making non-perishable food donations or providing a monetary gift, she said. Tennessee's grocery tax holiday was billed by lawmakers as the single largest tax cut in state history, with residents expected to save an estimated $273 million. It made food and food ingredients exempt from state sales tax for three months beginning August 1st and was made possible after state legislators passed the Tennessee Works Tax Act earlier this year. In Tennessee, we cut taxes any chance we get because families should keep more of their own hard-earned dollars, Governor Bill Lee said in a press release announcing the program. I thank the General Assembly for partnering to deliver three months of savings for Tennessee taxpayers, he said. As the holiday comes to a close, some families may be considering bulk options, but it's important to remember that not all groceries fall under the tax suspension. Prepared foods, dietary supplements, candy, alcoholic beverages, and tobacco are still taxed, according to the Tennessee Department of Revenue. This summer, Cruise announced that it would bring self-driving taxis to Nashville, Last week, California suspended Cruz's permits to operate after an accident left a pedestrian critically injured in San Francisco, one of the handful of cities where the GM-backed company already operates self-driving taxis. A representative for Cruz said the company had nothing to share on our plans for Nashville. The California DMV in a statement said Cruz's autonomous vehicles are not safe for the public's operation. The agency also accused Cruz for misrepresenting the safety of its self-driving cars. The October 2nd accident, when a cruise robo-taxi dragged a pedestrian 20 feet, was only the most recent of many problems for the cars. Other self-driving taxis had collided with a fire truck, driven into wet concrete, and blocked traffic due to poor cell service. Cruise, which has announced plans to expand to a long list of cities, has been testing its technology most extensively in San Francisco, Waymo, and competing company, I'm sorry, in San Francisco, Waymo, a competing company, continues to operate taxis in San Francisco. Cruise introduced itself to Nashville in July with fanfare. Since then, the company has been quiet about its plans for the city. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. After announcing an open date for his Broadway bar, Friends in Low Places, Garth Brooks just announced a new album to be released on November 7th. Brooks said in a statement, There are a lot of different eras on this album, thus the name. Country music's core is sincerity. After that, you can dress it up a thousand different ways. I'm so lucky to live under the flag of country music, he said. He said, The only place available to purchase the album will be at Bass Pro Shops on November 7th. You can pre-order the album at www.bassproshops.com. It will be included in a seven-box disc set called The Limited Series. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting, WKOM, WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it at any time or read the transcript online by visiting com. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.